A busy day in BC politics and at the legislature. Let's check in with Keith Baldry, Global uh, Global BC Bureau Chief of the Ledge. Keith, thank you very much for coming in. Great to be here, Smitty. Okay, let's talk about, first of all, this cru- crucial meeting that's happening this afternoon between the hereditary chiefs of the Wet'suwet'en First Nation. Also, they're sitting down with Scott Fraser, who's BC's uh, Minister of Indigenous Relations, also his federal counterpart. This meeting uh, looked like it was off yesterday, and then yeah. suddenly it's back on. What's going on? It looked like it was on, then it was off suddenly late yesterday. Both sides issuing news releases, pointing fingers at each other for, for this thing going south. But today, uh, uh, it looks like it's on. Uh, Carolyn Bennett, the federal uh, uh, Aboriginal Affairs Minister, is already in Smithers. Scott Fraser, BC's Indigenous Relations Minister, is on his way. He just finished uh, his duty in the legislature here, his house duty. Uh, and now Coastal GasLink today uh, announced are posted on their website that they are pulling back for two days. They're ceasing construction activities wow. for two days to allow these talks to proceed. That was one of the conditions that our hereditary right. chiefs had laid. They wanted the RCMP to step a giant step back, and they wanted Coastal GasLink to at least stop work. That Those conditions have now been made, or have now been met, so we expect the meeting to go ahead uh, this afternoon. Whether or not it leads to anything it is an open question. Uh, yeah. The hereditary chiefs, bottom line, is they don't want this pipeline going through their land. Right. I don't see where the compromise is. Both sides are fairly well entrenched, but hopefully a miracle can happen and something good comes from it. Okay. Yesterday we were told the meeting was off, and the reason given was that the hereditary chiefs had refused to ask their supporters to take down the blockades. Mm-hmm. And we see we still see one crucial blockade still in place in the, uh, the Mohawk blockade in, in Quebec. That blockade is still up. Yep. So is this like the government has kind of blinked here on their demands? Uh, perhaps a little bit. I mean, certainly Coast, Coastal GasLink pulling back, that was yeah. didn't seem possible a week ago. Yeah. Now you've got the government dropping this demand to, to uh, for them to dr- uh, end the blockades, which I think was sort of added at the 11th hour. I don't think uh, that was on the table at the beginning of, uh, of this dispute in terms of where the breakthrough would come. So I think the government took that particular thing off the table. Coastal GasLink stood back, and that I think is enough for the hereditary chiefs to agree to a meeting. Is there any way out of this thing? Like you've mentioned that the both sides seem to be entrenched and dug in, that the hereditary chiefs were very much opposed to this pipeline. The governments, the two levels of government very much in favor of it. There had been some talk about, well, why don't you do a different pipeline route? I mean, is that potentially still on the table to move the pipeline route? Well, Coastal GasLink has been asked that over the years, and they their response is it's incredibly expensive, uh, and that it adds it creates other environmental problems because the other areas where the the route would be the pipeline would be rerouted are also protected uh, under environmental legislation. Now, I don't know if that's necessarily a a you know full stop uh, position. Perhaps there is some amenable uh, ability there for for them to maneuver. Maneuver. Perhaps that'll come up in the. I'm sure that's going to come up on the talk. Okay. The talks this afternoon. Good. It's good news. They're talking though. Oh yeah. Right. It's always better to jaw yeah. jaw than a war war. Yeah. Who said that? Church, Winston Churchill. Winston said. Churchill. So yeah. again, you know, they are far apart on paper, but and, and in reality, but maybe uh, we can see some common ground. Okay. Meanwhile, the protests, the blockades continue uh, in different parts across the country. We've got the camp set up on the front steps of the BC Legislature. Yep. There were a couple of arrests today of protesters outside the legislature. What happened? Yeah. First time there's been arrests here. Uh, two protesters uh, basically tried to spray paint. Although it's not technically paint, it is a it's a substance that's hard to get off. It's, they, the protesters say it's chalk, and it's not chalk. It's something in between. Uh, but b- both of them trying to spray paint the legislature, which is basically... What mis- were they mis- trying to spray paint? Some they, slogans or something? They ended up spray painting in the back parking lot outside our global offices uh, words like uh, reconciliation, 
Um, Reconciliation honor. is dead. There weren't really slogans. There was just one okay. word. One word. Honor was was uh, oh. there. They tried to do that at the front of the building, and they were immediately arrested uh, for, I guess, maybe charged with mischief. Okay, not blocking the doors though again, because this is what we saw earlier, no. where they were blocking the doors, which is just wild day here. The government went out, or the speaker, of the house mm-hmm. went out and got an injunction against that, so they're obeying the injunction not to block the doors, right? I mean, there's a bit of debate of whether by blocking the ceremonial door is that a violation of the injunction? Maybe it is, but I don't think it's enough to warrant police action. It's not a, it's not an entrance the public uses. It's only used once a year. It's on Throne Speech Day. That's it, right. unless the Queen comes to visit, uh, and that's not going <laughs> to happen anytime soon. So we're not going to use that door for another year because uh, Throne Speech is a year away. So they're not blocking the public entrances. Uh, but here's an, here's an interesting thing: the confidence vote of the government yes. just just passed in the legislature uh, no surprise but what was interesting sitting in there the only people to watch it were the reporters of the press gallery and I think two other visiting people because the public is banned from the legislature right now the door the building is closed so you had a vote on whether or not the government would continue to be in power and the public wasn't able to witness it because of concerns about security as a result of this protest okay this is a minority government with a, a slim minority in the house with the alliance between the NDP and the Green Party and I know you've been asked before and I get asked this too, could the government fall on a confidence motion? Now, this was a confidence vote in the House today in the last hour or so because it was a vote on the budget. Yep. And that is a confidence vote under our system. So the government survives this vote. What was the result of the vote? Yeah, it was 44-39. 44 NDP Greens, 39 for BC Liberals. People say, well, wait a minute, that wasn't the seat count in the election. Well, here's what's going on. The Liberals had three absences because of, I th- two for sure because of illnesses, serious illness. Who's, Trace- who is sick over there? Tracy Reddy's from, uh, from South Surrey. And, uh, she's got a was it a broken arm or something? No, 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 she's got an illness. She has an illness, a virus. And uh, uh, Joan Isaacs from Coquitlam Burke Mountain apparently has a very uh, seriously fractured arm. Oh, she's got the broken and arm. She's not. Okay. And, and Teresa Watt from Richmond wasn't there. I'm not sure why. Probably she's NDP. No, she's Richmond. oh liberal, right? Yeah. Sorry, uh, a liberal. So there yeah. were down three uh, three seats there. But the doubt, the outcome of these conflicts was really are not in in question. Uh, they passed this one. They'll pass next spring, I think. Uh, so when's the next confidence vote? Next budget. Next unless, year. Unless the throne speech is put to a vote, which doesn't always happen. And the uh, even the supply bill that comes in front of the House uh, to take us through the time before spending estimates are okay. all voted on, that's not even a confidence vote. So this is it, folks. People ask me all the time, when's the government going to fall? It's not going to fall. Uh, they passed the vote with ease this morning, and that guarantees at least another year of confidence. You think we'll have an election as scheduled in the fall of 2021? I think so, but I think there's a lot of things at play here that are suddenly coming on the scene. You've got the ongoing dispute with Coastal, and now you've got the coronavirus. Who knows what impact that has on economies and politics around the world? Busy day for you. Thanks for coming in. Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief at the B.C. Legislature.